Are you ready for the perfect beach bod? Learn to lift properly and get an effective workout done in 30 minutes so you can move on with the rest of your life. Hard Work Works Fitness on 2953 Shore Drive in Virginia Beach is now offering one-on-one small groups and is the only 24-7 gym on Shore Drive. Not to mention, they offer online training as well. You can contact them and get more information at 757-339-2915. That's 757-339-2915. Or visit them, www.hardworkworksfitness.com. Flush right now, Hard Work Works Fitness is offering you a special 20 20% off. Use the code HAUNTERS. That's HAUNTERS. You'll receive 20% off. Start taking the steps to make a better you. Hard Work Works Fitness 2953 Shore Drive in Virginia Beach or online at hardworkworksfitness.com. Remember, use the code HAUNTERS for 20% off. Welcome to Haunters Podcast, a show dedicated to Universal Studios Halloween Horror Nights, haunted attractions, ghostly encounters, and all things macabre. Now here are your hosts, Mr. Wonderful and Zach Hilton. Welcome everybody to another episode of your favorite podcast. You are locked into Haunters Podcast. With me as always is Zach Hilton. Ah, we love you. We're the crowd is we listen to your podcast. Zach You're Hilton. Mr. Organic. Zach Hilton. <laughs> you deserve it. <laughs> you. you are Mr. Mr. Organic, organic, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's going to be the new saying of the show. Actually, we're going to make t-shirts that say Mr. Organic. Yep. And it or I'm organic, whatever. We'll figure <laughs> I, it out. I like to organic. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what it'll say. I hope you put the question mark at the end of it too, kind of like how I said that to you. Like, does this work? Yeah. <laughs> I'm organic. I'm organic. Oh, my God. Uh, what can I say? You're just, you're the planet's champion, okay? That's right. That's <laughs> right, baby. And don't you forget yeah, it. Yeah, Daniel Bryan. <laughs> uh, okay, <laughs> so uh, this is going to be a fun episode. Uh, we're going to get into kind of our own origins a little bit down the road and kind of uh, self-indulge for a second. And hopefully you guys stick around for that. But to start the episode off, we are going to dive into some Halloween Horror Nights news that you're holding on to and have not told me about yet, Zach. No, I was very quiet on this. But yeah. it's mainly because, okay, so there's something that happened. Obviously, I don't have a Facebook you do the Facebook. And if you want to mess with Wonderful on Facebook, you just type in some Haunters Podcast and you can find us. But if yep. you want to talk to me, go to Twitter at Haunters Pod. But that being said, so um, the other day I was on Twitter and Christopher Ripley was posting this thing about uh, basically, long story short, just being like, oops, you, you showed something that you shouldn't because drones can fly places. Oh, yeah. And pictures pictures were taken have you seen this i did see these pictures okay so the pictures that were shown are basically it looks like a tent in the shape of the tents and colorized yellow and red like Mm -hmm. killer clowns from outer space so if that's what the case is it seemingly seems that we are going to have killer clowns from outer space haunt maze at Halloween Horror Nights 
now that it kind of feels semi real, do you think because of this leak, it's going to be automatically the next thing announced? I don't know if it's automatically the next thing announced. Uh, it, it very well could be announced quicker than uh, expected. Maybe mm-hmm. adding uh, another, uh, you know, like doing a two announcement type deal as opposed to just one announcement because it's like, ah, crap, we got caught. Uh, right. But I wanted to mention that this was one of the suggestions on the episode we did. Like, this was on the leaked rumor map. This was right. one of the houses. This is, you know, for that rumor map, uh, I think it's about three episodes back now that we talked about that map. Just kind of confirming another one of, you know, how good those rumor maps sometimes are because it it really did look like killer clowns from outer space. You know, they could try and spin that and say, no, 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 it's just a clown tent. We're going to do a clown thing. But we, right. we saw that last year. And that also uh, got me thinking as well when I saw that picture. Does, is that going to be the entrance? Are we going to be walking into their spaceship and actually this time around go into the spaceship and into the town and really take a deep, like, I, I'm, 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 I, I kid you not, it got me really excited and started thinking what that house could be. Yeah, I think the entirety of the Killer Clown's house will be the movie. Like, we're uh, once again, we'll go through the town, we'll go through the tent, trying to escape it by the end. I, I don't know if this is... It should be the entrance. I don't know if it's going to be tinted and we're going to go through it via the tent. But, yes. um, yeah, no, I'm excited about this. I think it's great. The other question that I'm going to... Be, bring to you because we've talked about killer clowns a bunch of times oh yeah but this is this is a new thing that i want to talk about because i don't want to speculate on the house because the last time we went through a house that was a scare zone it kind of was you know disappointing Mm, not solely i think this one has a better chance just because it'll be that fun house this year but my question to you is this the new trend is a scare zone going to occur this year and then end up as a house at 30. Do you think that trend will continue this year? I mean, hasn't it been a trend in the past? Didn't the walking dead start as a scare zone and then become a house and the purge was a scare zone and then became a house. I don't think so. Not like this way. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, I like, I feel I feel like the purge was a scare zone at first. I may be wrong about that, but I do think that was a scare zone and then it became a house. Then it was a scare zone again. Walking dead, I think was a house first and then they made it all the scare zones one year okay. and then returned as a house. But, and, and it may actually, it may have been also a house during the whole scare zone year. Oh, I think that's why people got burned out so quick. Oh, God. But <laughs> I love The Walking Dead, but if I went to a Halloween Horror Nights like that, I would, no. No, I did, no. baby. Yeah, no. Um, but all that being said, I feel like there is a trend happening where a lesser known property or, you know, more of a cult following property is a scare zone first to see if it gets a good reaction then comes back as a house so like last week's episode that we were talking about if hellraiser was a scare zone like i said i would probably put money on it's a house that following year i i if yeah if we're looking at it this way because i can't confirm and we don't really have a research team or a production team to do that for us right now uh but 
Yeah, it's getting that feel. It has that feel because, you know, trick or treat, at least for the B grade, I would say at least for B grade, it has that feel because I really do feel like they did the purge one year as a scare zone and then it became a house. But yeah. I can't remember exactly how that all went down because that was the first that was one of the first times I had gone. The purge was well, the to first pop time up. that you the first time you went, I think the purge was a house. It was a house. Yeah. Yes. Um, but it was a scare zone the year before. But I swear to God, the year before that, it was a house. OK, um, I could be wrong. But the reason why I thought that it became a house your first year is because the scream rumors was that that was a house. Yeah, like, it was Scream supposed, was supposed to, be the... to be a house. Then that fell through, so they had to quickly make something a house. Yeah. So I kind of wonder if that's the route it went. I could be wrong and be adding a year to the house form, and it could have been a scare zone first. But even so, if you want to go that route with things, the scare zone of the purge worked. The house did Oh, yeah, no. And then, and then if you go that way, then trick or treat worked as a scare zone and didn't really work as a house too well. So do you feel that could be some anxiety to walk into this killer clowns? If, if that's already happened twice, do you think that has potential to this house? I, I do. I, I hate to say that, but yeah, when you, when we look at it that way, you know, it seems like the trend kind of would be leaning towards this could go really badly and, not fall the way that we are hoping it falls which is you know be a beautiful design it'll be gorgeous you'll feel like you're in the town you'll feel like you're on the spaceship but it could miss right. with the scares type deal that's kind of because that's where those houses missed as trick-or-treat missed a lot last year because it was just a lot of sam standing around not a lot of real scares uh and right. it was a cool like oh look the school bus oh look the 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 girl werewolves that's yeah come yeah. after me you know like that one that i always like hi and she was like hey and i was like ooh you're still cute uh <laughs> remember that remember that outside yes, where i was I all do. like hey trying to be all yep. slick and cute and ended up it almost did getting not get eaten. pulled off no it did not <laughs> i saw i saw big teeth uh, yellow eyes and blood, <laughs> and I was like, "Ooh, <laughs> what's your number?" <laughs> yeah, uh, but, but but no, no, no. Yeah, I would be. I, I, I it's it's got me now a, having me a little more worried before I walk into that house. But I have a better feeling about Killer Clowns because I think one as fun as a movie trick or treat was, there was only so much you could do. It worked good as a scare zone. The Purge. It works great as a scare zone, not so much as a house because, well, the first one is just a home invasion film. The second one is running about the streets of L.A. Uh, you know, the third one is just a political I hate Donald Trump movie. Uh, the fourth one is they did last year, and I thought they actually did a pretty good job on it where they split it with the, they did half of the, the film. The prequel. Yeah, they did the prequel, but they put it with Happy Death Day. So Death only Day, getting yeah. half of it, I felt worked because they didn't overdo the very small they were able to do the things that were kind of cool like the actual set pieces of the movie on the streets of uh of uh oh god where did they set that new york? In? it was in new york but i can't remember i think it was brooklyn uh yeah. or something like that or or staten i forgot one of them either way that was good because it was just enough of it where it wasn't yeah. overdone where killer clowns yeah. to me i feel like there's so much that can be done with that there's more movie that can be pulled from to provide scare moments. 
Well, I find it so campy and fun. Like, it's not the same feel as, yeah. you know, the Trick or Treat, which is a horror movie that tries to scare you. Purge, which is an action horror, and it's trying to scare you. Where I feel like Killer Clowns, it doesn't try to scare you, and that's the genius of it being yeah. a house for the fact that when a clown does jump out at you, it's going to try to scare you. It's like Ash vs. Evil Dead. Like, yes. That house is half fun with some scares, and I feel like that's what we're going to get. We're going to get the fun majorly, and so we're encompassed through this whole house that it's just more so of a fun time that's going to make me yell. I think that's what this house has over any of the predecessors. Now, I do want to ask you this. Do you yep. want the house to, because this was part of the issue with Trick or Treat specifically, do you want the house to have any aspect of what they had in the scare zone, or do you hope it is something completely different that they don't utilize anything that they had at the scare zone? I think you you have to use like the ice cream trucks going to be there and I think the clowns are going to have their you know the boxing clowns going to be there and the dogs are going to be walked. I I think you kind of have to because even the even the um the cotton candy body holder thing like that's going to be in the spaceship. I think the difference is is that they're more those are more set pieces to a bigger room. If that makes sense, yes. where I feel like in Trick or Treat, when the doorstep is there, like, to me, that was the scene. So when it's placed inside Trick or Treat, oh, I've seen this. I get exactly what this is. Um, I just, I, I think overall we're going to be more impressed. Oh, you know what? There you go. Ha! Ha ha! So the Trick or Treat also, the scare zone had a lot of the people. So you had Sam... You had Crazy Face Sam. You had the 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 guy going around killing people. You had the where the, the where people. So like the people were sh the kids. The kids trying to give candy. Yeah, they were all a part of the scare zone, while also being a part of the house. There was no surprises via the characters. Where I do feel for killer clowns, we're going to be more excited for the fact that we are in the town, that everybody's been wanting to be inside the circus tent. That's what's going to be the fun part is that we're going to see scenes that we didn't get to see. Like we're going to see the old guy going up and being murdered at the beginning. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think we're going to get stuff like that. That's like, yes, this is stuff that we haven't seen. Like, yeah, we saw the clowns, but obviously we saw yeah. the clowns. They're kind of the feature of the movie. Uh, right. No, I that, well, that's what I mean by I feel like it has more movie to tell, where Trick or Treat was an anthology film that I enjoyed because, uh, again, I've stated it over and over again. If you haven't heard me state this, I love anthology-style horror films. Uh, but it's three different tales, you know, yeah. Three different, yeah, three different tales in that movie. They just connected. They just yeah. connected in weird ways, which is part of what's fun about anthology stuff. Uh, but as far as movie-wise goes, I didn't feel like it offered a lot for a house. There were things that could have been done. They kind of hit those things. But Killer Clowns, there's just so much. And you mentioned the opening sequence there. I'm just thinking the the prison, the John Vernon aspect, yeah. the, the, the Mooney, the Mooney part. Like, just going to that. We'll get to see that as well. And I kind of want to see somebody dressed up as well as uh as uh officer mooney uh doing the dummy situation 
Yeah, I like, mean, you know, once it announces, we'll talk more about yeah. it. I don't want to go to because it, again, this is a rumor. This is just a picture that's been shared, and uh, quite honestly, the, you know, I don't want to talk about it. But I feel like it's out there, and it's something. You know, I mean, this show is about rumor, speculation, right? and stuff like that. So I'm going to talk about it. But also, I want to everyone to understand that also we i personally do like the trick-or-treat house it's not in my top five of uh horror nights last year but i enjoyed walking through it i'm i feel like i knock it more than we should agree just just because it does come off like we didn't like it but we did like it it's just it didn't have something about it that we were hoping we would have found. I can't put my finger on it, but the design team did wonderful. The, every scare that happened was great. It's just, I wish there was more heck. There was a Sam at the end that got me 100%. Yeah. So all that being said, I'm not knocking trick or treat as a house. I don't want anybody to think that. And same, same, same. Uh, I'm, I'm not knocking it like, Oh my God, what a, like, I, I think I said go through it like do the house because it was a good house it was a fun house it just as you to re-highlight what you said there was just something about it that kind of missed yeah so maybe maybe I was a Game of Thrones fan that just built up something else in my head and when it didn't deliver that I had to sign a petition you know that type this of deal this is the second recording <laughs> that you're going to bring up Game of Thrones are you kidding me uh, it's pop culture as well brother it's pop culture as well Lord. Uh, I'm just saying, man. It's pop culture as well. And maybe maybe one day we get dragons at Universal. Actually, hell, we already do have a dragon at Universal. We already do. It's called Green Guts. Yeah. Yeah. And he burns down cities, too. Hey, this is Josh. And I'm Rob. And we are from the Diz Noids Podcast. Join us each week as we try to keep our random ramblings in check. That's right. Dive into our cauldron with the sweetness of recipes from theme parks to movies, to music, to comics, to any and everything we can talk about. Our jibber-jabber knows no boundaries, but our expertise in these fields will be sure to make your ear holes smile. That's right. Follow us each week with our episodic adventures with a side of sarcasm to lead us through the magical forest of pop culture. You can find us where all podcasts are found, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean, and even on Facebook. Just search The Disnoids. That's right, my wonderful, wonderful friends. As always, stay metal. Welcome back to Haunters Podcast. You can check us out iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, iHeartRadio, any streaming platform your little heart desires, and always give us a five-star review. Review. Uh, and one of us gets paid in radio. Uh, That's right, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the one that doesn't know how to speak. Uh, speaking of, uh, you know, not knowing how to speak, I also don't know how to segue, uh, which means we're just going to go say, into why this. Why did you just say, and, you know, since now you know a little bit about me, get ready to learn a little bit more. Well, that's why uh, I said <laughs> the one that should be getting paid does not get paid to do this. So, oh, I love you. So, to uh, steal your segue, as you learn a little bit more about me, let's dive a little bit deeper into myself and Zach Hilton. Uh, because <laughs> this portion of the podcast, we're going to kind of dive into the origins aspect of us 
which yeah. I'm never good at this. Like when I create like a Tinder or a Bumble or a Grinder, <laughs> um, <laughs> I created two out of the three. You figure out which ones those are. Uh, <laughs> he has two accounts on Grinder, and he talks to himself. <laughs> I'm the only one that loves me. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, the about me portion of anything is usually the thing that I have no idea how to do. So. Uh, Zach like how do we do this man well I mean honestly I just feel like you know we started a new podcast where like we we nobody knows us out there and I just wanted to get a little information about us to the Twitter sphere to to the Facebook listeners and all that such so basically you know I want to know about your beginnings of horror. So what movies did wonderful grow up on? What was the first one that you ever seen that like got you into horror? Wow. That's such a a rich question there, Zach. Let me uh, take a second here and think about it. Okay. Um, Okay. uh, You know, I remember growing up as a child in Long Island, New York. Do you? I do. (laughs) I do. uh, In a little suburban town. Uh, about an hour outside of New York City. Uh, and, uh, you know, I remember growing up and being exposed to a lot of different uh, horror aspects as a child. But one of my early experiences, Zach, I believe, um, was a little film by the name of Beetlejuice. Uh, that okay. was a horror comedy, uh, if you might remember, starring uh, Michael Keaton before he became Batman, uh, Alec Baldwin before he did Donald Trump impressions on Saturday Night Live, and uh, the gorgeous Gina Davis, who is still gorgeous, even uh, in in her later years, uh, and I'm gonna stop talking like I'm on inside the actor's <laughs> studio. I was I was I was I was committed to the bit, but uh, I'm not really committed were. anymore. Uh, no, but it was it was Beetlejuice. That was the opening to it, and then from there, you know, that's from there. It's funny. I go from Beetlejuice, very soft kind of horror, and I'll slightly say Pee Wee's Big Adventure because it has okay. it has potentially still to this day one of the scariest moments in a film. Uh, that okay. really scarred me as a child and then opened the floodgates to, hey, Dad, what are you watching? Oh, this is A Nightmare on Elm Street. Can I watch it with you? Sure. Uh, bad idea. But mm. good idea because Freddy Krueger became part of my introduction into horror and then eventually uh, some of the Friday the 13th films, some of the later ones, like the Jarvis stuff. I didn't even know that there was anything prior to Jarvis for a while. Uh and then eventually that kind of just segued further and further down the rabbit hole. But a fun fact, I did not actually see Halloween until I was 16, and it came after I finally watched the original Friday the 13th as well. So oh, wow. I, 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 the Halloween films again as well, I, I never knew. I had seen Season of the Witch, and I had seen okay. four. Yeah, right? And I had seen four five i saw paul rudd try to act in six oh he's great uh i did didn't see and then by that point i finally went back and i saw the original one but the original one actually the first time i tried to watch it i got really so scared uh as a young kid from the mask that my dad was like okay this one you can't watch right meanwhile i'm watching i'm watching dream warriors that's totally cool 
It's it's a little less like intense. Uh, Dream Warriors, I think, is one of the more intense nightmare films because you got like the suicide stuff, but that that's also Freddy becoming the smartass that he becomes. So really, truly, at that point, they've hit the we're not scary anymore. We're taking the step towards camp, but we're still able to do some really cool, disturbing things. Uh, Yeah, but yeah, no, that's kind of where my origins began. What about you, Zach? Um, back in, I mean, I remember the first time that a horror movie was on TV and ironically enough, because of earlier, it was Friday the 13th part two. Like I remember seeing it and it was the very end. I didn't watch the whole movie, but I was at a babysitter's house and the teenage kids were watching it. So I just plopped right down and watched, but, uh, yeah, I know. Right. Good watching. Yeah. Um, (laughs) but I remember that being the first, but I, funny enough, I think my first take in horror, but also was a part of comedy was Ghostbusters. Oh yeah. So that was the first time that I had like a mix of, Hey, I like these guys and you know, these things scare me, but I don't think it really affected me too much as a kid. And then I remember back in the day, I was probably 10 ish, 11 when USA would show Friday the 13th, like part seven, eight, like those are the ones I first remember were six, seven and eight. And I remember watching them on uh, USA and just, you know, obviously digging the character, the Nintendo game was out and I would never beat that, but I always want to play it obviously. But then going to Halloween, I think Halloween's what really solidified me loving horror I remember when I watched it I went to Blockbuster I bought the VHS tape that's right I bought the VHS tape from Blockbuster uh, from Blockbuster and was um, at my uncle's house and um, I just I, I plopped it in I watched it from beginning to end and I was tense the whole time. And at that moment, that's when I was like, I love this stuff. Like, and I, what's funny enough is that with Jason, you could tell there was some campiness where I could enjoy it because I was so young and watch it and yada, yada. But Halloween truly was a tense movie where I finally got, Oh man, this is creepy. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. And like I told you, I mean, Halloween for me, I, I'm sitting there at a young age going to see screaming theaters with my dad because I remember we saw the trilogy together. So I sat through that first one with him. Then the next that, then in the winter of 1997, we went to see I Know What You Did Last Summer. Um, <laughs> Seems and, legit. Yeah, obviously, Wes Craven, Wes Craven it kind of became a bonding thing. But Halloween was the 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 original was the one that really effed me up and I couldn't I couldn't get through the damn mask. He wasn't even doing right. anything, just seeing the mask. And I was like, nope, 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 no, no. Mickey's scared. Right. <laughs> wonderful so what wonderful wanna cry. Movie? Well, so what was the first horror movie you saw in theater? First horror movie I saw in theater, I want to say had to be Scream then. Because that's okay. the one I that's vividly cool. remember. That's what about you? Uh Halloween, the curse of Michael Myers, Jack. Oh. So Paul oh, yeah. Rudd. Paul Rudd. I, I remember, I'll be honest. That movie has a very special place in my heart. Like, I completely understand all the problems with it. But honestly, I will always love it for what it is. And I even love it more now because in my box set, 
the producer cuts in it. And granted, it still doesn't make a lick of sense, but at least from start to finish, I understand what I'm watching. Like it's, you know, comprehensive sort of. Mm. Is it? So, yeah. Is it like the Schneider cut? It's like the Schneider cut? No, have you ever have you ever seen the producer's cut of no, the movie? No. Oh, dude, we should. Dude, we're totally going to have to watch it because like, there's scenes in the actual theatrical cut that they use, but it doesn't make sense. Like, why is this happening and such? Like, the entire final act was reshot. Like, the, at the end when like Donald Pleasant's character is just screaming for no good reason and you don't understand why. Yeah, there's a reason why in the producer cut because they. They took that sound and put it in the theatrical version of the movie. And they reshot the whole, like, how they killed him and stuff. Oh, man, yeah, we're going to have to watch this movie. Oh, yeah, we can do that. Maybe do it as a special down the road. (laughs) Um, From there, so those are our horror movies. What is the first haunt do you remember that you went through? I can't remember the name of it, but I can remember I was very young and it was where we would go to pick the pumpkins uh, back home. And there was like a little haunted attraction to it. And I remember going through that. And the reason I remember that is because there was a moment where obviously as a kid, I didn't know what the hell, how it happened. It had to be like sensors or something, but there was like a trap door and some creature would pop up from underneath the door after everybody walked past it and I was the trailer the first time I ever walked through it so when I hear this creepy noise behind me and turn around and I see this thing looking at me from under the ground over where we just walked it you know it's a moment like Pee Wee's Big Adventure Large Marge seared into my brain as a child because it scared the living crap out of me but it was a scare yeah. that I enjoyed. Yeah. Like, it wasn't That's a, oh, rad. God, I never want to do this again. It was a, oh, God, that was scary. Why am I enjoying this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and again, that's the large Marge thing as a kid where that's why I kind of threw it in there in the beginning as well for the horror film because that's such a terrifying moment. That's a horror moment. That's a jump scare. Should scare yeah. the crap out of you to where you don't want that again. And I went, can I rewind this tape and watch that again? That was cool. Like, <laughs> and rewatching it because of that scare. So yeah, right. that, that's what I remember. What about you? Yeah. Um, I remember uh, near my house, there was an actual like haunt every year. And in middle school, I went to it. I want to say seventh and eighth grade. I remember actually going to the haunt. It was done by local people. Are they called JC's? Is that what it is? JC. Like, yeah, I, crap. I don't even know what the name are. It's it's basically uh, a community center, basically putting it together. Um, but I remember going through it and loving it and getting in touch with someone there. And I was a part of it my ninth grade year. So oh. I got to uh, help construct a house and be a scare actor in it. Oh, I'm sorry. Not ninth grade. 10th grade is when I did it. Um, 
and I really enjoyed it. I loved actually being able to jump out and scare people and, you know, construct a house myself. It didn't make a lick of sense. I was in high school. It was practically just like garbage bags oh. made as walls. And I jumped out with the skull, nothing impressive, but it was just fun for the fact that I got to do it. Um, yeah. So that was my first haunt experience. And it, it was just more so fun. The fact that I got to go, um, inside it and then that same year is my first year of going to Williamsburg's Hollow Scream ah. and that was a pretty rad time too that's pretty cool would you now would you say Hollow Scream is like your favorite haunted house or haunted attraction or is there something else that is no Hollow Scream will always have a special place in my heart because it is a very well done haunt system like they do a good job it's you know it's just unfortunate for places like Halloween Horror Nights that I absolutely love and that's absolutely my favorite haunt I mean there's other haunts hey I love Frightmare I love the Haunted Mansion I love these things but there's something about Universal's Park that pulls it off that's it's just another level and yeah. you know I mean speaking in wrestling terms like everything else is a pay-per-view while Halloween Horror Nights is Wrestlemania that's the yeah. best way I can put it there yeah. but my favorite haunt house from Universal and you know going back to being a kid and being my favorite horror movie I'm going to say it's Halloween just because it encompasses encompassed that entire feel of that movie and being able to walk through it was pretty amazing and it had some good scares if i had to do a number two that because that didn't count i would probably say cabin in the woods okay that house was pretty damn intense what about you um i i can't well all right if we're gonna go favorite haunted house because when i first uh when I first saw this question pop up, I thought like maybe haunted uh, attraction or place that you had been to. And for me, that would have been Field of Screams out in Pennsylvania okay. uh, and kind of to use your comparison of the the wrestling aspect of it and things like that. I'll use it as that's kind of the indie, uh, yeah. you know, I, I, I don't know if you've heard of Field show. of Screams. Yeah, but it's, it's the big, it's the ring of honor. It's the big, yeah. this is the cream of the crop of the, it's not well known. It's not at a, big park it's not you know it's not six flags it's not bush gardens it's the biggest show in that territory exactly and this is the thing to do in pennsylvania and i just happened to be lucky a couple years ago when i was in college dating a girl yeah. who uh subscribed to like the fangoria style uh i forgot what it's called but it was a magazine specifically for like haunted attractions and kind of like people that are getting started in it and buying the stuff for it and things like that and I did a lot of reading of those magazines and Field of Screams was a big one and she just did one of those where I'm in Maryland that's only like three hours away you want to go we went right it was everything that the indie circuit told me it would be and more uh it was scary we actually drove back from that event three hours back from it that night and I went you can go to sleep because apparently you can I'm so disturbed by the things that we witnessed tonight I need to go watch School of Rock like I had to go watch School of Rock and I stayed up the entire time just so that I could try and get the images out of my head because since it's indie and they're not appealing to a mass audience, they some of the things were just gory and really messed up and really screwed with me uh, and, yeah. and got into my psyche really bad. Uh, but if we're going with a favorite house house, 
it is going to be at Universal Studios, and uh, it's it's the Freddy versus Jason one, uh, nice. and it's it's always going to be that one because that really captures the fun of what these haunted houses should be, the camp, uh, but also had a lot of scares, had a lot of fun to it, and it was the first time I got to walk through a house as well that was a recreation of a movie I fully loved. So yeah, uh, that that aspect in and of itself uh, just. It sold me on what, enough. Uh, yeah, that was right. enough. It fully sold me on what Halloween Horror Nights and Universal Studios is and why it is the premier WrestleMania event that you want to go to. 100%. 100%. Um, did you have anything else you I, wanted to ask I me before did, we leave? I did. I know we're running a little long, but I think that this is a probably a great question to actually end on. Uh, is there, Zach, a scare or a haunt that you've always wanted to do, but have never been able to do or never found time to do i you know it's more so because of um i haven't haven't been to it but i've read about it and it's made me i'm i'm at a point where one day i want to go so in california not only do they have their own halloween horror nights which i want to go to i want to check out another version another idea of what uh, Universal can put together, but also Knott's Berry Farm. Oh does my God! Not Scary Farm. You're and really saying this right now? Yeah. Why? What's happening? Because if you asked me what mine was, it was going to be this. <laughs> so you can answer for both of us, and that'll do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So not Scary Farm. I mean, there's been so much legend about that place where that's really where this whole thing's begun, and I think. I need to, especially since we're doing the show, I think we have to go to Not Scary Farm one year. Uh, I agree with you. Uh, the thing is, is that I've told you this, Zach, so I'll tell uh, you out there in the audience. Uh, I ne actually forgot that I had been to Universal Studios <laughs> years, years right, ago. in Hollywood. Yeah, the Hollywood one, and the I can't believe I forgot it, but the amusement park I remember visiting when we were in California, because my oldest brother graduated from the University of Southern California, the right. amusement park I remember going to, and I actually have a caricature of myself from playing hockey with the big head, was Knoxbury Farm. Oh, wow. So this attraction has been on my radar since like I was like oh I like going to these events I like going to the you know what I gotta do I gotta go back to California Knoxbury's Farm was incredibly fun as an amusement park and they also do this really great haunted attraction as well I could kill two birds with one stone if I do that you know so right. that's why it because I legitimately did not know that was going to be your answer so I, that blows my damn mind that we because we have never spoken about that you didn't know uh, yeah. Again, I don't remember if I ever told you that I had been to Knoxbury's Farm. I know I told you about Universal, but... I, yeah, I know. You've never brought that up, and I find it... I mean, that goes to show you how big this place is. Yeah. And I think I think this just solidifies, I feel, in the next, I would say, three years, we have to try to get there. I'm, I'm down for that. I'm down for maybe in three years we don't do Orlando and we just do California. The California stuff. I'd, I'm willing. Trust I mean, me. I mean, like, I'll feel like I'm doing it. You I know mean, what I mean? You know, we, we can make those plans three years down the road. You know, it'll be uh, HHN 32, do the Los Angeles one, do Knoxbury Farm. Um, Who knows? You know, they the even got Disney out there as well in Anaheim. Uh, who knows? Maybe I'm living in Florida in three years, Jack, and that's why I'm going to Hollywood. None. Who knows? Maybe in three years I'm living in Hollywood. 
<laughs> I'm visiting you. You visit me, baby. Oh, I have a better Sideshow. chance at, uh, yeah. <laughs> you have a better chance at living in Hollywood than I do. Uh, <laughs> nobody's going to hire me in this business for Hollywood. <laughs> it's the number two market, man. I couldn't, number two. I couldn't hack it. I couldn't hack it at home in the number one market. <laughs> couldn't make it in where I came from. I lived in the number one market and couldn't make it. Ain't no way number two uh, taking me. Okay, oh, he's okay. crying now. I'm crying. It's Haunter's Podcast. Find us online. Support us. Yeah, yeah, support us. Go listen to us <laughs> on Spotify, Podbean, <laughs> iTunes, iHeartRadio, Google Play. Then follow us on Twitter, at Haunter's Pod. Go to Facebook, Haunter's Podcast. How you feeling, Wendy? I think I'm going to go listen to some Take You Back Sunday. Stay crying, my friend. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of Haunter's Podcast. Don't forget to tell a friend. And you can subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and other streaming services just by searching Haunter's Podcast. You can tweet us at Haunter's POD, or you can find us on Facebook by searching Haunter's Podcast. Until next time, don't open that door or check under your bed. Make sure your doors are locked and the lights are on. You never know when the next scare will come for you. Ha 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 ha.